All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Daddy Long, that guy. And shout out to Red Light Crew. Consist of Wayne... Kanye, Red Melt, and the Squirrel. Keep it litty like a fucking titty. 2019. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Is that a baby in the yeah, back of the Daddy Longnecks? Is there a junior Daddy Longneck? Uh, I hope there's a whole stable. A little neck? Oh, I've broken it keeps da- getting better. It he? is better. I've broken down that video, and that was the first time I've heard the baby. But I'm pretty sure he's in a hotel bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like sure. he's waking up and doing his 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 heat his hits that his publicist comes and gives. This whoever. is, I think, how they market cameo to celebrities. It's like when you're in the car, when you're in bed, if you queue up five cameos and you pound those bastards out, you're making an extra however much a month. There is so much going on in that thing. There was a lot going on. His effort level to pronounce things correctly was exactly <laughs> what you'd think a guy who's famed for a long neck would bring to the like, table. Like, do you think for 50 bucks he'd actually sit up and say the names right? Or Wayne like Kanye? What's up, Rad Milk? Daddy Long. <laughs> Squirr? Squirr. I think I came out ahead. I think when he gets to you, it sounds like he's a Walkman, but the batteries are dying. Yeah. <laughs> Squirr. I'm fascinated by the babies now. Oh, yeah. What are babies doing in his hotel room? He doesn't have kids. Oh, jeez. No, like, is Daddy Longneck rolling with, like, a baby mama who's got her Multiple. Own? Yeah. I, no way, it's Longneck. I feel like kid. the girls that are rolling with him, like, can't get childcare. Yeah. And so they, like, have to bring him with them. Mm-hmm. But oh, how big of an entourage cool. can Daddy Longneck really fund with two cameos a month? I don't know, but the girl in the video is kind of cute. In the Did he like a titty video? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's... And he looks just as awkward as you would expect for him to look. Well, he's been through like, there's something I saw recently of him dancing. Like he had a feeding tube at one point. 
Oh yeah. So like sure. Daddy Longneck's like mad sick. I'm guessing. Oh well, that living just made his, me feel terrible. No, no, no. no. He's, he's living his best life. He's living his best life. He's yeah. in a rap video. He's got chicks licking his neck. What more could a fellow want? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't know he was sick though. That still kind of makes me feel. I just thought he was a kid with an abnormally long neck. I don't know. I think I don't think your neck can be that abnormally long without a few like collateral <laughs> damage problems coming along with it. Like two toes or he came out of the oven a little early, it seems like. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or wouldn't come at all and they had to pull. <laughs> Real Jaws life podcast Jaws trade life. deadline day, you can yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> Chalmers is here at Smigorowski. Bag milk's here at Bag Milk. I wish I was at Bag Milk. Jay Downton. Oh yeah. JSBM Bag Milk. Mm-hmm. I've been trying. I was trying to get it for. I know. I didn't. I know. Three, you four or five I didn't mean now. to. I didn't mean to do that. I apologize. Bringing up salt in the wound. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jay Downton at the squirrel. The skirt. And you, me, your third cousin, Wanye. It's trade deadline day, boys, or as I call it, not that disappointing because I've been watching the Oilers all year and I'm used to having my heartbroken day. For people who still get up at the crack of dawn, like you do, bag milk and live blog the full thing did you live blog today oh you know i did but and how was that oh riveting action pack <laughs> riveting remember back in the day like the first few years that tsn would like take the whole day and, and make it all trade deadline day i felt so bad for them they have all their little phones open and their laptops ready and there just ain't nothing happening boys no no and i find it amazing that they haven't changed the coverage at all yeah. seeing how the trend is going maybe even starting an hour later two hours later yeah. i don't know or just do the last four hours of trade deadline day leading up to the actual deadline. Yeah. It's 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 like the NCAA. Chalmers, I'm going to get into college sports here for you. Oh, you're going to love this, Chalmers. Uh, it's like the NCAA Final Four. It Just watch the last five minutes, and that's where all the excitement <laughs> Pretty is. Pretty much. Of or the first sport? Well, all see, of them? It's no, kind basketball. Of, no, Final Four is yeah, the, the basketball. basketball. You really want to just watch like the first two days, and then... The final game. The crazy upsets? Well, But every yeah, game, like it, you want to watch, when you're watching the game, you just want to watch the last five minutes. Oh, of the actual is, game. Yeah, which is today, you know, if you took, there was a ton of trades today. They just all happened from uh, 12.55 our time mm. and then got posted till about 2.55. So the hour window of just uh, insanity in terms of what was coming down the pipe. But yeah, it was, it was a quiet morning. As so I, I wasn't paying attention. I was interneting. You know, you do bag milk. Of course. Eyes and the analytics and the data and everything. Uh, relative to other trade deadline day. Busy day? Not busy day? Uh, I'd have to go to bag milk. Seems pretty casual today. Casual. Casual, pretty casual. Monday. Like, I, I, I've, been, I've been refreshing the uh, trade tracker religiously. And I think, yeah, the Wayne Simmons one was the one that just came under the crossbar at like 1 p.m. And so there, from that trade, there was one. They got announced. One, two. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten trades. And that's from like right at the bell. Today. Today, right at the yeah. bell, like when it ended. And then those like ten trades got announced. So I know none of them. So hit me with them and then I'll react. You know how you do, Chalmers? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, uh, do you even care that it's trade? Yeah. You know what? I mean, you know what? Who gives a shit? You're over uh, on your phone I, playing I feel like, Fortnite or no, looking well, at people. I'm playing? trying to find the trade tracker, but I think that when you tell me all the players that got traded, I'll probably know. You'll know all of them. Well, except for some of like the minor league deals. But like it's Oilers didn't make any moves today. Uh, that Not I one. knew. So, you know, that's that's another discussion that we can park. Um, do you want to go through all the trades? Well, just hit me with any good ones. Okay. Well, Mark Stone was one of the big uh coveted yeah. uh trade pieces and uh Vegas got him. Okay. And they traded their first round pick from this past draft or the one before? Uh twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen draft. Uh Oscar Lindbergh, who's a forward. 
and their 2020 second round pick, which was they acquired from Dallas. Okay. Uh, our Little boy, the Wayne train, Wayne Simmons. Yeah, where'd he go? He packed uh, he packed his bags, hopped on the Wayne train to Nashville. Oh, wow. In return for Ryan Hartman and a conditional fourth round pick. Becomes a third if Nashville wins one, if it wins a round in the playoffs. How much contract is left on Wayne Simmons? Uh, I think he's UFA after this. Okay, so he's considered yeah. a rental then at that point? Yeah, that'd be full on rental. Uh, yeah, because I don't think Nashville can afford him. Uh, Del Zotto, who the Oilers played him on Saturday, yeah. has been shipped to the Blues in return for a six-round pick. Boston Bruins acquired Marcus Johansson from the New Jersey Devils for a second round and a fourth round pick in Meh. 19 and 2020, respectively. I this is the one that's going to interest Hit me. You. Winnipeg Jets, yeah. who are very active at the end, very active. acquired for a seventh round pick from the Minnesota Wild, Matt Hendricks. What? Yeah. They're still bringing him in for leadership, and that's what a Matt Hendricks costs? That's, well, that's, but this is the thing. He's played like 20 games this year. They've literally probably acquired him just to have him in the room. In the room. And that's it. Like, that's, that's the value of Matt Hendricks. That's the value. That's the guy we just let slip away. Winnipeg had him for a year. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah. Let him sign back in his hometown. Went and got him at the traded line because they want to make a run. There was rumors too that the Oilers were looking at bringing back Hendricks as as recently as two weeks ago. Saw that just after the deadline. Passed. Oh man! Like you keep a guy like Hendricks around here for the last two years, and he retires, and you bring him into the organization. If someone's in that much demand, and you happen to stroke stroke a luck, brings him into town at the end of his career. What, what did the Oilers think they were doing that was so important that he couldn't be a part of it? Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just, it just, it just really, to me, it just like compounds the mistake of letting him go. Like oh, the for fact, sure. Like the, the, this the just tells you how valuable yes. he is. It's like get such Strudwick getting signed to sit around the dressing room during the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Strudwick, who also lives in town and has no formal capacity job with the Oilers. Yeah. Well, shit. Yeah, I knew that one would get you. That is a stinger. Oh, that's why I wanted to save it for honors. Yeah, no, it's good. Get a real, that was a real pure. That's normally, real. this whole podcast, believe it or not, is rehearsed. Fake. Yeah, we did uh, a minute. <laughs> that was a raw, <laughs> yeah. real reaction. Uh, no, go back up the trade list. Uh, Pittsburgh acquired lumbering defenseman Eric Branson from Vancouver for Tanner Pearson. So Pearson was traded from LA earlier, right? To, yes. Yeah, so he's been a suitcase this year. Jets again acquired Nathan Bellieu. Did I pronounce that right, Bag? Bellieu, yep. Uh, Thank you. Uh, from Buffalo Sabres for sixth round. Uh, Jets again acquired. I'm going to need your help here again. Bogdan Kislevich. Uh, you're on Kis- your own on that one. Kislevich. Chalmers. Right. Uh, that's Migorowski. Who? Bogdan Kislevich. Yeah, that's perfect. Right. perfect. Thank you. That's <laughs> Thank you. Uh, exactly how I said. From, yeah, uh, you hit that on the head. From Florida. <clears throat> and Vancouver acquired Linus Carlson. Carlson, yep. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Thank you yeah. for your Scandinavian knowledge. You're welcome. Uh, from San Jose for Jonathan Dolan. And then, again, the Jets traded Nick Patan to the Leafs for Par Lindholm. So, there you have it. That's the last. That one is the one that shocked me the most. Yeah. So, and then the other. And then we, t- yeah, we talked about Mark Stone. Yeah. So, those are the big pieces from today. Oh, I guess another one is like that Granlin for Fiala trade. Eh, That's a pretty and big deal. Kevin Hayes as well got oh, traded yeah. this morning. So, uh, just hold on. Didn't Zuccarello get traded? He got traded. Oh. Yes, that was a couple of days ago. 
Oh, because that's all I see. He got traded. About that he was went to Dallas. First game, London Dallas Chris. scored, yeah, like assist, that. and think he broke his arm. Yeah, he's out for to- the yeah. rest of the yeah. year. Goal, assist, oh my God. out for us. No, no playoffs. Well, I just guessed. Broken arm, maybe they're a, gonna have to make broken some arm. Yeah, you're there's a bunch of other trades that we didn't discuss before the. So, so you were just talking about the ones today. Well, yeah, and then Kevin Hayes. So the Jets made one. Kevin Hayes was cute, cool. I saw him on. Uh, I think it was Instagram or Twitter where he posted a picture of him as a kid with a Jets jersey on. Yeah. Saying yeah. Best, best jerseys in the league. In the league. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Five trades the Jets made today. This is like. Are they legit? This is like. This is like. <laughs> yeah. This is like Kevin Lowe Oilers circa 06. Yeah, but nobody got Mike Pekka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that was the deadline deal anyways. My favorite part of that rundown was Chalmers putting his head on the mic as though he were sleeping. Comes on a hockey podcast on trade deadline day and I'm is ch- surprised to hear trade deadline day talk on a hockey podcast on hockey oh, de- trade deadline. His eyes lit up when I brought up final four. Though. I usually do my research while I'm sitting here, but the data is so bad in this building right now. I can't mm-hmm. even bring up the tracker. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll just take your guys' word for it. Built in 1903, man. They didn't even have electricity, <laughs> let alone Wi-Fi. That's why the walls should be so thin that the stuff should just be thick, bouncing around in thick. here. JB Little had bricks for days when he built this. Not thing. actual all Oh my God, Ken, yeah, never mind. Everything's brick, man. The, there's an outer wall of the house separating the, the office from the inside with the router. Wow. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Oh, well, you're learning well, a lot. Yeah. That's why the Wi Fi doesn't go anywhere here. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm into it. But when the others don't do much, I kind of just. Oh, no. I like the reactions to the trades, though. I like the Kevin Hayes Twitter thing. I like seeing Henrik's uh, Lundquist cry. You liked seeing. A I just like the raw cry. emotion. No, I felt I've bad never for seen him. an athlete cry being asked about a teammate being traded. Yeah, me neither. That's what struck me about and it. And Lundquist is all class. Yeah. And ass. Huh. Yeah. And he, go. Yeah. God, when the way he was looking at the guy, too, I thought he was going to go the opposite way with it. And tell like, him off? Yeah. Like, why are you asking me about this? Like, yeah. I just, and then he, it was just actually him getting choked up. And it was, oh, I liked it. Showed nice. It was just, they played together for 10 years. Good buddies. I heard that um, Milan Lucic cried when they traded um, Brandon Manning. Yeah, he was pretty upset. He was crying. Really? Yeah, Rashad got it on camera. <laughs> it's nice to get some emotion out of the big guy. Hey? Oh, yeah. He's crying his eyes out. Speaking so, of Milan Lucic, though, can I talk about something? Yeah, no. far away, man. Please provide some value. Go on. They had an autograph signing last week. Yeah. Did you see that the account did Lucic score on Instagram? printed off their whole page and had him sign it. And he did it? He did it. It's a good sport. He's a good sport, but I'm asking you, the listeners, not to do that. Oh, don't, yeah. That's don't, so rude. Don't be an asshole. Didn't someone tw- print off a tweet about some Chirelli or fucking Coach Todd getting fired and sign it? Uh, well, trade the, was one for one. The trade is one for one. And she Taylor, signed the tweet. Uh, Taylor Hall signed it. Taylor Hall signed it. Uh-huh. Do you remember Taylor Hall? I do. Yeah. I saw that actually that he signed that piece of paper. So the guy that got that signed, the Milan Lucic thing. Yeah. So the guy. He fil- also got Connor McDavid sick too at the same event. Where I'm going to assume. Oh, is that, that the guy? guy that was on film when he like say shake hands and then Connor goes under the table for some Purell? He was Purell? doing that with everyone. Everyone. God, how much Purell do you think he went through then? Gallons. Oh, drums. There's really? people camped out at like 2.30 in the morning to get first in line for that. They were planning on either having a Purell wrestling tournament or letting Connor use it all so, the way. So, okay, what I'm trying to get at is like, did he, was he using the Purell to stop himself from getting sick or stop other people from getting his cold? No, no. Getting germs him, to him. Because he's shaking. But he did he's get sick. So, what's hand. the deal? 
It didn't oh, work. That's a, it's a it's a bad and look for Purell work, right man. now. That is a bad look. It's for a bad Purell. look for Purell. So I'm and Nike having a tough week. You know, I'm surprised we actually didn't. Uh, well, I guess we didn't know the brand of the hand sanitizer because mm. I'm sure. Oh, it's Oilers Purell. Twi- Oilers Twitter. <laughs> you think Connor uses anything but Purell? Come on, only the best. Would you use a substandard hand sanitizer if you were Connor McDavid? Well, that, that's maybe the issue. The big machine around Connor might have got him done a deal with a lesser. And sanitizer company. Connor is plugged in directly to the Rexall pharmacy supply chain. So nothing but the best. On Saturday, I was driving my son to hockey practice and I was turning from 149th Street onto 99th Ave to go to Crestwood Arena. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize it. Great intersection. Yeah. 99th Ave was coming. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's really icy and I'll tell you why. Shit. So I didn't realize 99th was coming up so quick. And so there was nobody behind me. That was good. I threw on my right flasher and I, start, and I started to turn a little bit late and I started to slide and I looked up and there was a black Range Rover that I was sliding towards. No, it isn't who I think it is. It was exactly who you thought it was. It's Con Con McDavid. You almost going to offend her, Bendy? He's staring me right in the oh. eyes and I'm looking right at him and I'm sliding towards my F-150 towards him. And like, probably came about like three, four feet from as I finally made the turn. And all I was doing was just staring at him. And I'm like, Logan, that's Connor McDavid. That's Connor McDavid. He's like, looking. he can't see him. He can't. But he looks, he looked, he looks sick and rough. Like, scraggly, just down. You know what I mean? So that was the day that he was sick. That was the day that he did. Fuck. I think it was Imagine Saturday. Imagine you was clipped game. Connor. Uh, so, like, I shouldn't have been breaking so hard. Would have kind of been nice. You got to make every turn as though Connor McDavid's life depends mm-hmm. on it. I did not notice, but yeah. So I was like, Damn. so I got into practice and told all the kids, and then I almost ran into Connor McDavid, and they all were pretty Booing. excited about it's that. A good way to get his signature for sure. Yeah, and all I would do sure. is maybe owe him a, a rim, I'd probably yeah. hit his tire. Sure, oh, it'd be yeah. thirty nine grand. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's what insurance is for to get autographs. To be a thirty nine thousand dollar autograph. Yeah, I was at a light last year. Yeah, right. In the River Valley, like when you're going up towards the legislature building, I don't know what that road is. What is that? You're about to go underneath the tunnel and like that new building, the symphonies on your yeah, right hand side. I think you can call it 98th Ave. 98th Ave. Mm-hmm. Going to work, you know, you do listen to Nicki Minaj or some other banger and just looked over at the lights. And the guy beside me was looking over at me and it was Connor. And I looked at him and knew who he was. And he looked at me and knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do. So I just gave him the touchdown. Yeah. And then he drove up. God, it's, I didn't think of anything <laughs> cool like that. I just wanted my son to I wasn't cool. I was I mean, New York it's a lot, City. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Well, if you were coming flying at Connor, he probably had to slow your truck See, down with his mind. That's the thing. And that's it was what made him really sick. icy, so it wasn't flying. It felt like it was in slow motion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I know what slow motion means? No, no, no. Do you oh. know what I'm... Have you ever had that feeling where you're sliding and it feels like it's in slow motion? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Fuck. So that's kind of... That was weird. It was fun though. Oh, nice, yeah. nice to Good. see. Nice to see the man in Good Connor right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Driving range too. He got. If I would have hit him, do you think he'd have been like, "I can't pull over. I don't pull over for these kind of things." Or he'd oh, have to, right? No, no, no. He would have to. He'd be scared of you suing him. I hit him though. Yeah, uh, that's not how it works in the courts. <laughs> I mean, you were blinded by his <laughs> by brilliance. his greatness. <laughs> I'm surprised that Connor drives. Oh yeah, and this was one. This was noon on a Saturday. Yeah, Connor's just an ordinary guy, man. He's going to get some subway, man. Well. I know, but if you're looking at career earnings of $400 million ahead of you. I'm actually surprised he drives a Range Rover as opposed to like a pickup, a 98 Civic or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Something on a <laughs> Just something <laughs> yeah. understated that he just rolls around and he's just like, yeah. You know, windows car. surprisingly untinted to expect. Very untinted. Expect. But if I was him, like, like you, you have to drive an SUV. Glass case. This is what we should have for him. 
We should have like a we should we should get a beast off Trump uh, and bring the beast up here. Uh, There's something Milan Lucic can do for his seven million. Absolutely, you got to open the door, Milan. So yeah, yeah. Wait, back to the guy getting that thing signed by Milan, uh, by Milan Lucic. Like, if you you heard the story, and I don't like it either. I think that's pretty rude. But you go to this guy's house, and let's say he's got a funny piece of memorabilia like that, and it's signed by a player. And he's like, yeah, the guy had a good sense of humor about it. Do you think it's cool? Or do you revert back immediately to, I don't know, that's kind of a dickhead move. Who, who are you in this? Are you the guy who got it signed? Or are you so no, us? you're a guy that goes into his basement and you and, and this bud guy's showing you this big piece of paper that he, that he you know, Will Milan Lucic score and got it signed. If, if that's one of my buddies, I tell him, dude, that's yeah. pretty fucking lame. Yeah. No offense. Like, good for Milan and having a sense of humor and signing it and... You know, whatever. Didn't he get his underwear in a twist, though, when he signed the 16-bit hero version of himself? No, uh, I think he loved it. No, actually. at the time, he loved it. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought, he, I thought I was told he didn't like it. No, at the time, he loved it. That's not to like about that one. That one's cool. Yeah, you were the thinking about something right? else afterward. I know what you're thinking about. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But no, you know I, what I'm thinking about, and I don't know what I'm thinking about? Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. to me like I'm not thinking about nothing, Chalmers. I just don't think I that- I think we're all not going to get to know what you're thinking about, though. I think Are it's- we not? I just don't think that you should be having Milan Lucic <laughs> sign something that specifically makes fun of him. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree too. But if I was Milan Lucic, I wouldn't. I'll bet you it. this guy's got a lot of friends that come into his basement and go, "Oh, that's hilarious! I can't believe you did that. That's so cool." Oh yeah, no, there's a there's a sect of people like that. Yeah, let's take a break. Jared, thoughts? Nodding. Real Life Podcast, back after this. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? Yeah, can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jabbamachinery.com. Jabba Machinery Group, join the family. I like the, with the dynamic when you're here, Chalmers, because the breaks are like tension filled <laughs> and you're like, listen, I want to talk about NCAA badminton. And if I don't get to talk about, I have four things on Clarence this list. And if I don't get to talk about well, them, it's, it's going to be fucking oil kings, oil kings. No, <laughs> Chalmers tried to mansplain to me how to talk into a microphone. <laughs> it's not oil kings today. It's other stuff. That's equally as oil kingy. No. Okay. Well, it's okay, equally as good that you need to know. It's on nice graph paper. Yeah, very. It's very precise. You show up <laughs> whatever precise. the hell you want. Yeah, you dude. got a old construction thingy with all sorts of notes. None of them hockey related. I see the words jaw rule, which you I do. do want to talk about. Yes. Oh, we'll get to yeah, that. Fire festival too happened, eh? Oh yeah, God. pretty much. It was fucking. Wasn't the awesome. audio? So if anybody's not knowing or caring what jaw rule is, there's video of jaw rule in Minnesota. Nope. No, no it's in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. Is it at a basketball game? So it's at a basketball oh. game. So okay. it's 90s night at the Milwaukee's Bucks basketball game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. And he comes out to perform the halftime show. Yeah. And he comes out and immediately he starts just talking to the audience, the crowd just trying to get him pumped up and makes a stupid joke like, they asked for a 90s rapper, but I'm a 2000 rapper. And yeah. it makes no sense. And he goes, oh, my album came out in 99. So I guess that counts. Uh-huh. Anyways. <laughs> then, he's saying all this, And he's right? saying all yeah. this. And he's just kind of oh. walking around. Yeah. And so- He's got, then, a, he's got a Bucks jersey on. He's got a Bucks jersey Playing on. to the crowd. <laughs> he is, and he congratulated them on being first in the East. You know, they're kind of giving him the light Doing at the time the of right day. Things. But then he goes into, you know, real pump up with an, are you ready? And it's just like crickets. It's like yeah. nobody says anything. And he just stands there, super awkward. And then does it again. 
Milwaukee, are you ready? And it's just nothing again. And then finally goes, I guess not. And then he walks back to the DJ and what was happening? There's a lot going on, but the DJ was not prepared to start his music. That was when the music was supposed to start. Right. He wasn't looking for the crowd to pump him up. They kind of did. There's some Instagram posts out there, which are kind of fake news. It seems like it was way quieter than it was. Yeah. I think you, I feel like they turned the volume down on it. So they did. If you watch the real halftime show, like on YouTube, it's, the crowd's there. The crowd's with them as much as the halftime crowd. You hear be some with booze. Them. You do hear some booze. Sure. But it was just so awkward because of who it was and the fact that his music didn't start and he just had to stand there with a close up. So, yeah. And yeah. they couldn't get the music but back. But they did online. turn the noise down. And because I'm listening to the thing yeah. and I'm like, this can't, I, now that I've been tricked by the internet 14 million times, Chalmers, I'm yes. like, I run like a little CIA investigation. And I'm like, does this seem logical? Just a room with that many people in it. If you're like, who here likes Hellman's mayonnaise? I feel like people would be like, damn. Oh, fuck, I'd so, be all in on that. So I know in, you love in, Hellman's. In the, in the things that I saw on the internet, I you were to believe that you could hear a pin drop in there. Yeah. And I was thinking like, just the chatter alone from people talking in the arena would be like, like, possible, yeah, the like there, noise, there was some noise. So, it was like, it was like, but it was like loose cheering. Like it was, and there was, and you could hear some booze. Like, yeah. cause I, I saw it on TSN. So there's on Jay and Dan. So I'm pretty sure they were showing the real deal. Cause it was from that night. Yeah. Uh, so he's getting lit up for that. And then, so they couldn't get the music to play. That was the issue. That's why I kept trying to, that was the the cue for the music to come in when he was going to the crowd. Is Ja Rule's DJ the Ja Rule of DJs? Yes, I think so. <laughs> so the music didn't. The music wasn't able to get st- uh, start until three minutes until like the next quarter was supposed to start. So he just uh, yeah. So I don't know. That's all I know. I don't know what happened oh. after that. So then he went on. So the Minnesota Timberwolves then put out a tweet. Yeah, that goes oh, yeah. that says uh, quote like we also have been. We too were hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, and led astray. That's like what he said about the fire. Exactly festival. what he said oh, yeah. about his fire festival. So then he tweeted them back. You just jinxed yourself talking to the god this way. <laughs> curse now. You won't win a championship for the next thirty years. The cat is leaving. Apologize, and I'll lift the curse. Kiss of death. Whoa. So he thinks he's god for one thing. That's fucking yeah, outlandish. That's impressive. I love this though because. To understand this, you need to know like six or seven different things, right? (laughs) You need to know that the Fire Festival documentary just came out and that Ja Rule looks like a tit. You need to know that 50 Cent has bought out the first two rows of a Ja Rule concert, make them empty just to screw with Ja Rule. You need to know that the Timberwolves are first in the East. This is a great story. (laughs) Well, so that the Bucks are first in the East, but the Timberwolves, sorry. That's the thing. It's the away crowd, like the away team that says that, (laughs) that sends the tweet to him. And then he curses the away team, oh, the Timberwolves. I, oh, the Timberwolves yeah. won't so involved. Okay. So yeah. Getting me where Bucks jersey. I don't know. I just think it was all hilarious. I just think that he needs to just like maybe take a step back and not be in public right now because it's not going to go good no matter what happens. I hope he doesn't go away. I like it. Yeah, Yo, you love that kind of stuff, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just giving him a word of advice. I also love it. It gave me something to sit and, you know, research for 10 minutes. Everything in this day and age, though, like just ties back to revenue and there is no bad um pr do you see chloe kardashian with the bachelorette this thing you see this online no so the like producer of the bachelorette goes we're in talks with chloe kardashian to be the next bachelorette <laughs> chloe comes out and claps back and is like no we're not <laughs> and then he goes someone else is like you're a liar and the guy's like am i a liar everybody's signed to a non-disclosure agreement so even if she wanted to talk about it she couldn't and then she tweets back. She put a, a text 
group text to her mom and her sister like are you guys negotiating with the bachelorette for me and then kim or the mom supposedly is like ew gross no and then she put that out and then everyone's <laughs> talking like chloe yeah. kardashian's done more for the bachelorette yeah, that, was, that was a plan the entire thing planned attack out, yeah right ja rule when the fire festival documentary came out is his streaming spiked like crazy People mm-hmm. are like, ha, Ja Rule. Hey, remember that song he had? Like, there's no, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing bad. There's no such thing as bad PR anymore. But I could see, honest to God, 50 Cent taking that video, turning down the applause and putting it out there, knowing people are just all over Ja Rule. Totally. It was pretty good. Like, 50 Cent is a... It was a masterful troll film. job oh, on him. Amazing. Yeah. So that's amazing. why I had Ja Rule written down. Well, well in, the, in the name of uh, Cross what, that one pop culture and gossip? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, all, honestly, that's all of my stuff is pop culture. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Because I've got something on my right list. Okay, it's cool. Trend well with the millennials. Well, this is mm-hmm. something's going to shock the room. What? Except for one person. Wanya's got a girlfriend, and huh? I've never seen a guy so smitten before in my life in front of a lady in public that They're doing this. He's he's all in, and uh, I'm 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 going to let Wanya tell everyone about this. But I saw where the love first kind of. Happened, I guess. The sparks flew. We were at an Oiler game. Of course. The Islanders were in town. Go on. Wanye still, the uh, the ghosts in his head are still cheering for Jordan Everly. <laughs> and we, we had the uh, the gracious host of ATB let us come join him, us in their box. And uh, Wanye, uh, <laughs> you want to tell everyone who you're now dating and possibly engaged to? It's <laughs> getting serious. Charles, I haven't hit it off with a gal like this since... It was fireworks. Cowboy circa 2000. So I, Jay's like, hey, you want to come to ATB? You want to go to the game? Or you want to go to the game with ATB? I said, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. You know, in a box. Nice well, you know how he rolls. Living. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in Ford Hall. I'm the only guy in the Molson Center, or whatever the <laughs> beer garden's called. Jay's in the boxes. And so you want to come hang? I'm like, yes, I do. And I walk in and the guy from ATB is like, hey, how you doing? I'm good. And he knows I love Jordan Everly. And he goes, uh, so have you gotten over Jordan Everly yet? And I'm like, well, you do your best. I mean, there's always a new 20-year-old in town named Connor McDavid you can look at. Ha, ha, ha. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's his mom. And, like, pointed at this really nice lady who's standing there. And, mm-hmm. like, my jaw hit the floor because if I'd known that Jordan Everly's mom would have been in the box, I wouldn't even have come downtown <laughs> for fear of having to talk to her. He's so scared around the ladies. <laughs> Not ladies, just Jordan Everly's mom. It's like meeting Bieber's mom, Patty Millette. I'd rather meet her. Mrs. Everly talked to me like I was her friend for two hours, Jay. Oh, yeah. You guys were tied at the hip. For what the were whole you guys game. talking about? Everything. Everything under the sun. And I'd had an, I started shotgunning beers basically in front of her and told her I was ultra nervous to be talking to her. She's such a nice lady. Yeah. She's like, oh, dear, that's all right. And just like the nicest, most Regina, most down to earth lady. So I was going to say, ever. so she's from Regina. Yeah. And she just came into Edmonton. They to lived down in Calgary. Yeah. yeah. She's working. She's doing work on her phone at the game. Like mm-hmm. she's not like she's there. I think with her sister, Jordan's auntie and his cousin. The Everly gals are out in the town. ATB still loves them, obviously. So for all you know, this box had nobody else in it but just the two of you. Love ATB. ATB. Oh, no, for that. Oh yeah, I talked to <laughs> the entire game. I'm like, really? Can I get you a pizza, Mrs. Everly? Can I get you some wine, oh, Mrs. Yeah. Everly? Can I get you anything? <laughs> like a butler, right? Yeah. It was very interesting. I mean, like she just. It's interesting. I, I didn't spend a lot of time playing hockey, right? So I don't know a lot of hockey parents. But one would have to imagine that Mrs. Everly has seen it all. She's got four kids. They all played sports. Jordan obviously went the furthest. And she's been around a lot of teams. She's been a lot of, around a lot of rooms. And we just like had a conversation about the Oilers. 
and the Oilers organization and like what it was like from her perspective as Jordan Everly's mom to play for the team. And are they nice? Are they hard to deal with? How do they treat players? What did she see that's good, bad? What was it like having all those different coaches and just like getting the Cole's notes of his time as an oiler from his mom's perspective was like a very, very interesting conversation. Question. Really? Jordan Eberle needs a new contract coming this summer. Did you ask his mom to bring Jordan home? <laughs> yeah, that was like the second. <laughs> heavy, heavy tampering was going down. Excellent. I did beg them. Excellent. As, as I kept shot, like I must have had <laughs> seven beers. Like, I'm just going to go get a napkin, get more beers. Like, I want to go get a glass of water. Do you need one, Mrs. Everly? More beer, more beer. But I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Pitch this lady I'm bringing Jordan home. And <laughs> talk to her about it. What I, was her reaction to it? Well, they love Edmonton. The whole family does. The whole family. Like, she c- couldn't stop saying enough stuff about how Jordan loved being in Edmonton, loved being in Loves it in Long Island, but loved being an oiler. His dream as a child growing up was to be an oiler. I think he's going to retire in Calgary. Right? It's funny. Uh, she was like, this is about when Jordan's done playing. And I was like, oh, God willing, that never happened. She's like, oh, yes, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope he never retires, I hope. And I was like telling her, like, what a... Did you tell her your history with him? Mm, no, that's a bit embarrassing. Like well, I the know, gist not, of it. Not all the little things. Well, the like, ATB guy yeah. said, like, if there's 10,000 Jordan Everly fans that are hardcore, this guy's number one. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, that's nice. Cool. But it was interesting to hear like her perspective on other players that had come through town. It was interesting. We talked about Taylor Hall. We talked about being in the World Juniors. We talked about, you know, how the organization differs from playing in Long Island, right? When, when Jordan got traded there, Trotz had just come in. And so she saw, like, she's really, like, high on Trotz. Thinks he's, like, a really, really good coach. Really high on Lamarillo. Thinks he's a really good GM. Mm-hmm. And just the little compare and contrasting the organization's approach to their players. So what was like the most shocking revelation of the two hours? <laughs> well, I told her like 50 times, like, don't worry, Mrs. Everly. I'll tell people that we talked, but I'll never tell anybody what we talked about. So like, a little verbal non-disclosure. Yeah. Okay. She, oh, she's just so nice. But I think what I got out of her was that players need to have a feeling that they're playing for something larger than themselves and that they're playing for a team. And that the team atmosphere where everybody's on the same page from the trainer to the owner to the coach to the attendant, that's a very difficult thing to put together. And good, great teams do. And like good, okay teams sort of do. And bad teams don't. And, you know, she had nothing but praise for Edmonton, nothing but praise for the organization. I mean, she's sitting in the stadium with Jordan's corporate sponsors from two years ago. Still, Like the other thing that came out of it, which was just awesome, was like the Everleys are just the salt of the earth people. Like Mrs. Everly could not have been nicer to me if I was actually her own kid. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. The Regina. Yeah. So I'm surprised. Yeah. It was amazing. It was one of the, it was probably one of my top five nights as an Oilers fan ever. Was sitting at the ATV box, just shooting the shit. If you five years ago, if I told you that you would be in the future sitting and watching a hockey game with Jordan Everly's mom, you probably wouldn't believe it. Of course it. not. Never. <laughs> Why? I'm not. A, no, 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 no. Never, never. And then the next day, Jordan Everly DM me. On Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. On Twitter. And said, thank you for the support. <laughs> and then we chopped it up. How did that make you feel? Pretty fucking good. <laughs> Mrs. Everly sounds like she could be a guest if, on this if, show. If, if if there's any lessons I've learned in my life to date, is that if you can butter up the mom, you can you can get a long way with the children. So did did he remember you? 
from because you had an interaction him. with him. Yeah. yeah. And then you there was a thing where he held a sign that said hi, yeah. Wanye. I never once tweeted at him. No. And we talked about this when we came on the show. I was like, just for the record, I made a point of never tweeting at you. So if people tweet, if I tweeted something and someone tagged you and he was just like, oh, really? I don't care. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> whatever. I don't either. Nobody cares about anything. Jordan. Nobody can. No, nobody. It's all too cool to care. Man. <laughs> whatever. It's awesome. We're all Jordan Everly here. Oh, just you are. <laughs> so you're Jordan Everly's dad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're on the father's trip next year. I can only imagine the type of man that would, it would take to, to catch the heart of Mrs. Everly <laughs> and then produce Jordan Everly. Jordan Everly's dad must be a. Tycoon. Oh, yeah. She was a very sweet lady. She really sure. was, though. But yeah, I just I had to bring that up because <laughs> you, you can tell by the uh, the deep dive that Wanya just went on that uh, it was it, it, it lot, was chemistry. Yeah, you've had a lot of in-game experiences and that to be the best one. That's pretty cool. Oh, man, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Honest to God, I couldn't have been happier if I met oh, yeah. Connor's mom, probably. So who's next on the list for moms? Would it be Connor's? Connor's mom, yeah. And well, Mrs. Everly said that Connor's mom is a gem as the well. The nicest lady. Yeah, yeah, she had nothing but praise. Yeah, like for, great parents Connor has. But that's what was really funny about talking to her is that like she's seeing the game from Jordan's mom's perspective. Yeah. So like Connor McDavid comes up. She's like, oh, yes, Connor. Very good parents. Like I've, I'm good friends with them. <laughs> like immediately launches into like you got the player and you got the parents. And it makes me wonder like, yes, they do the mom's trip now. Oh. And they do the dad's trip now, which I think is fantastic. But I think like players are divided into like three groups. You've got like really young, insane men who will go 18 to 25 who are rich as shit, living their best lives. Then you've got like young family men who are under 35 and have a wife and have like young kids. Then all of a sudden their life does a 180. They can't go out anymore. And then you've got like old, weird bachelors like who the hell? Scotty Upshaws of the world who are like, I'm 36. <laughs> He's not that old. Mysteriously, I have no wife and children because I'm a player. What about the Patty Marlowe's though with the kid? And then they, they bring in a rookie so they can like relive that. So you got to figure out a way. Yeah. That's but, team chemistry. Right that's there. one of the coolest dynamics going yeah, is Marner time. and Matthew. There's more of those in the NHL. And I think they just probably don't Instagram. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, tweet Toronto's is, is under the. One thing that everyone, one thing Mrs. Everly said, I don't think I'm throwing her under the bus by saying it. I thought was really interesting when she said it blows my mind how you're in junior and you have a billet. Then you get drafted and you get all your contract and everything. And then suddenly you don't need a billet anymore. Yep. We were talking about this upstairs with a guy like Jesse Pugliarvi, who is really use a billet 20 years old. Like, why don't the Oilers have him living with Sam Gagne for the rest of the year or next year? Do you know I mean like a guy who's been there, done that? He was a high pick. He's gone to the HL. He's done the whole thing. He's moved around the league and he's back. And now everybody loves him. If I'm everybody the others, does I'm love him right now. Oh, love him. If I'm the others, I go to a guy like Jason Stredwick and I keep him on a billet retainer Yeah, for him and his lovely wife. And yeah. they got more money than got that ex-NHL player money when you didn't blow it, bag milk. You know that shit's substantial. But I would go to people like that. And I would also go to people who are... Oil Kings billets, or I would also hire Mrs. Eberly and Mr. Eberly, although I think they do very well, to come to Edmonton and be a professional billet for young Oilers. The Stredwick's family environment dynamic seems a lot like the Patrick Marlowe one, like just a, like a really great family to bring in Jesse Puglia or Yessa yeah. Pugliari into it. That would probably help him. I think it would. Yeah, the Pugliari situation is just, it's weird now. Got an interesting note on him, by the way, for today. Far away. Uh, Larry Brooks from New York, uh, the the beat guy there for the Rangers, tweeted out that teams were made aware that if they wanted Jesse Pugliarvi, they would also have to take on Milan Lucic. 
Oh, I think that would be a good if you can take on but full full rip Milan Lucic. Full rip Milan Lucic. Oh. So that's a that's a who's uh, Larry Brooks? What, he's just a columnist. Brooksy. In New York? Brooksy. He's a uh, that legendary columnist in uh, for the New York Post. Well, isn't that nice of him to share some of our some of our ongoings? I, I just thought it was interesting. It, it's if the others want to get rid of that contract, they're going to have to be creative. And adding in a guy like if you want Pugliarvi, you got to take Milan as well. I think there's only one move left with Lucic if he has a bad year next year, Chalmers. What? You got to do the fucking El Chapo protocol where you go to Milan Lucic and say, listen here, we're going to make you disappear with 30 million left in your contract. But I'm going to hit you with a $20 million cash bonus. What do you think about that? What do you mean? I'm going to give you $20 million, <laughs> but you got to make this shit go away and you can have it all in one check. And then you pay him to get maxiofacial surgery, mm-hmm. his fingerprints prints and blood replaced. How can you have a contact with a man who no longer exists? I think that's just absolutely that's what Chapo they should got do. away with. He's not in jail right now. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee you I the real El Chapo is El a Chapo. Chinese lady living in Malaysia <laughs> with a big giant mansion. Just free. And this is a guy who looked like El Chapo who got sent to jail for El Chapo. Where do you think he'd go? What do you think he'd look like? El Chapo? Oh, no, no. Lucic. Oh, Lucic? Yeah. World's your oyster at that point. Yeah, man. I think we're being nice. Like, we're not even trying to imprison him. We're saying you can, like, you can look, make yourself look better. Get yourself Chris Evans if you want. The old Chris Evans face. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want the Chris Evans? If you could look like any celebrity bag milk, who would you want to look like? Oh. Uh, Jason Momoa? Yeah, Jason Momoa <laughs> oh, would be yeah. good. Why, oh, he doesn't have uh, a TV in his muscly. house. You always like to wear toques. Yeah, so he, big he toque, like guy. toque guy. Yeah. I'm a toque guy. I don't know, Juan. Yeah, How about a, a scrunchie question. around your, did you guys see him at the Oscars last night? No, no, I didn't watch. He was wearing a pink velvet suit. You got the Oscars written down over there too. Oh yeah, what was? Uh, uh, no, I've got <laughs> some Grammys you really wanted to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, the good. Oh, well, hey, we keep doing this on the Monday after big award season, buddies. We got to talk true, about this that's stuff. True. No, I didn't actually have Jason Momoa, but it was an interesting suit. Jay, if you could look like any celebrity with surgery, so you're still you. You don't become them, but you get surgery to look like a celebrity. Oh, Steve Harvey. <laughs> pick a guy who ages I, I well. I do love Family Feud. Uh, you can pick a Clooney. You know he's going to look good until the, you can pick a uh, uh, Daniel geez. Craig. Well, I do love da- I do love James Bond. I do love Daniel Craig, and he is jacked. Um, it's jacked. No, I, 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 you know what? That's why because it's an unknown. I'd want to look like who the next James Bond is going to be. Idis Elba. Well, maybe. He's 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 in the running. There's a. I, I looked on my little betting app, and uh, there's odds on like who else is between different actors. Idris oh, Elba and who else? Ton, there's tons. Well, who's Tom the favorite? Hiddleston. Him? You mentioned betting oh, now. Hiddleston. Uh, Chalmers is in. I, I am in. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we'll do. Uh, okay, and there's also the Game of Thrones bet. Who's gonna ta- who's gonna sit on the throne by the end Brand's of the season? Brand's a four to one. I know that's crazy. I got, I got a theory about that, and I didn't write it down. We should I feel do. like Chalmers listening to a draft run. I was. <laughs> so much going on. Yeah, we, yeah we you were. and I were talking about our hockey game about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My quick, my quick four-second theory on Game of Thrones. I've Spoiler. never watched a second. Oh, no, God. me neither. You neither? That's, no. Whatever, then. We Seems like there's a lot it. of characters to remember. Yeah, I don't really no, know. That's I'm, I'm busy, we'll, man. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when it's in season. I just yeah, met yeah. Mrs. Everly. We'll be right back. Real life podcast. Hey, wait. Are we going to a break? We got to. He's got his fingers in the air. We've just been not talking about hockey. But Jared, can you edit hockey. all this out so we sound like we went to a break? And you, when I started away. this, you guys told me this was the real life and it wasn't always going to be about hockey. <laughs> no, I know. Now you are trying to but change a, stuff on me. Well, there's some shit. When you sh- well, I guess we talked about it. It was the yes. I wanted to f- continue on the conversation about Yessi and Lucic. Do you think we're recording right now? <laughs> yeah, these aren't plugged <laughs> no. into anything. No, you don't? What do you mean? Well, I think we're still going. Like This, this is the show. 
No, I thought I said we were going to a break. But then we didn't because we kept talking. You know what? Jared, keep us all in. All right. This is a bonus track. We'll be back. Real Life Podcast. Back after this. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at SumoJerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. Real Life Podcast. Trade deadline day. (laughs) (laughs) We're covering it tip to tip. Tip to toe. Chalmers. Yeah. What do you got in your list? I know you got some things on there. That well, I'm going to save a I'm going to save a couple of them for my best and worst. If you're going to fall for the Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper fake showmance, no. I'm going to crush your dreams. No, I want to talk about how I don't want to be anybody in the world less than I want to be Irina Shake, who is Bradley Cooper's girlfriend. She has to sit in the middle of all of this. Oh, she had a witness an emotional to, affair like, go down. Fake or real? You would think that they wouldn't have that moment behind closed doors. I think we've all had where we go like, "Am I being played here? Am I the idiot here?" But like, she sat in between. Like, I don't know. It's just getting super weird because everybody is buying into the fact that these two are straight up just like madly in love. Fake. Oh yeah. No, I know fake it's fake. Th- they're actors. I get I think that. Irina, Very good actors because they are selling it. I think hard. Irina Shakira okay, so, is so, also fake. So I think she's paid to attend. Irina Shake. She's an SI swimsuit. No, 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 no. She's very real. I think the relationship is fake. I think she's paid to attend events and be in photo- photographs with Bradley Cooper. So her and Bradley Cooper, Irina Shayk and Bradley Cooper is fake. Fake. And Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's fake too. Yeah. I bet you, Lady Ga- I bet you Bradley Cooper's got 1,500 girlfriends. He pays a supermodel to go to events with him. He's got to sell this with Lady Gaga. Okay. Well, the whole thing's fake. I don't believe being in the position that this Irina Shayk is in is a very good position at all. She has to sit there and made to look to people like unlike you who just think it's fake and don't care. There's a lot of people out there that are just looking at her like, what an idiot. This girl's getting played. And I just feel bad for the girl. She's probably getting played. She's like, you're making me look like shit. Stop being so real about it. You guys have to look in each other's eyes. Anyways, it just made me all uncomfortable. Their whole thing just makes me uncomfortable. That song is awful. He's not even like, I know guys that sing better in our our song. I think is nice. You do? The song is nice. I like the song. Oh, you've gone soft. The song is awful. And the movie I've heard is awful. I have well, I refuse to see it. You refuse to see it. Wow. Refuse to see it because your feel for Irina. No, no, this had nothing to do <laughs> with that. Rooted. This had to do yeah. with the fact that this is the fourth time in the history that this movie's been made. It's country strong. Yeah, country strong. I don't know. It's okay. always called a Star is Born. Oh, yeah. Except this for the one like, time it was called Star Wars Episode Seven: A New Hope. And then they're like, Milk, anything? There's been four times. There's been a movie called Three. Three. Or four. I think this is the fourth adaptation the of it. Star is Born. Oh. Somebody with data, can you look that up? So will me? you not go to King Kong then because you're sick of how many King Kongs there's been? No, because nobody said 
you know what, we're going to find some guy that's going to play King Kong. And I mean, I don't really, I don't know, relate to Bradley Cooper, but like, yeah, the guy's got a passable voice, but everybody's making him off. Like he's like the next fucking great musician that's ever going to come out and play. Like, it's just too much. I think the thing that's aver- uh, interesting is you can be average next to Lady Gaga yeah. while she sings that well, and you look a lot better. Yeah. So it's do Ty you Ratty think, and so you, Connor McDavid. So you, if you were to put Lady Gaga on, an, on, on a, you know, a, a list, a hierarchy of female singers, you, uh, you would put her up close to the top? Oh, I, 100%. She you, wails in that song. Dude, she is a fucking talent, man. Yeah, she oh wails. God. Okay, I don't know. We like I just watched the Winnie. I think she's like Madonna, where she like no, she plays she instruments can, she's and she's got pipes. She's gotten, she's gotten better. She doesn't have pipes. Christina Aguilera has pipes. Whitney Houston has pipes. Jennifer Hudson has pipes. Lady Gaga has Lady pipes. Gaga Lady Gaga has screams. Pipes. Jared, oh, let's call this one. Lady Gaga has pipes. Lady Gaga has pipes. So this is and a, she this can is, play instruments. She's Alicia this Keys. This is a four to one. What? Yeah, I just that's crazy. Am I is this four to one yeah. for against and me? And right Bradley now? Cooper is Pavarotti. Okay, well now you're just <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper man. is a Lady much Gaga less Eddie talent. Yeah, Lady Gaga can wail. Oh yeah, I don't know. Man. Edger Glory. Oh Ooh. man, like I went to a Lady Gaga concert, and I all I could think of the whole time was like, she better have a good show. She better be crazy. She better be polarizing because if she wasn't, this girl right here wouldn't even have made it to fourth place on American Idol in <laughs> oh, 2010. Oh my god! Wow. I don't know what you guys are listening to. Jeez, I would, I would take Lady Bad Gaga. Bad romance, paparazzi. Oh god, just it goes her on and piano on, right? playing whatever the fuck she wants. I would take over most anyone. Yeah, I agree. She, she will. I feel bad for you. You're missing out on some really good singers if you oh, would take wow. her over anyone. I never thought I'd have to come to Lady Gaga's defense as much as, as <laughs> I never thought ever that in my I'd life. I didn't. I didn't think people she needed who it. Tone deaf, clearly. Holy cow! <laughs> Anyways, so that's why I won't see the movie, and I won't anytime if that song's on. I just fuck. Just Chalmers never go back Lady to that radio Gaga. station. Yeah, I don't hate. Listen. Good for her. She just has a bad voice, and I don't want to hear it. Well, and I don't think anybody should be. I don't think we should be giving her awards. Like, I'm glad he didn't win the best actor. Because, well, like, the fact that Bre- the uh, I'm and not then saying this that they should have won awards for acting. I haven't seen the movie. I'm just saying we're talking about Lady Gaga being like you're. you're the whole you're, thing bugs me. The whole thing. Okay. <laughs> the fact that it's a movie that's happened a bunch of times, and then if they put these two stars that I don't like that and and make them seem like they're fucking Dolly Parton. But there's so and, many movies that have happened that that, that that are the same story with just different characters. Do you know how the actual yeah, story but plays those ones out are, though, Chalmers? Like, do you know what happens in the movie? Uh, booze, one sucks, one's good. They, I don't know. No, I don't care. Listen, if you're going to watch... I've never seen it, so don't ruin <laughs> it If you're going to watch this movie, you have to plug your ears. I want to tell oh, Chalmers. Fuck, Listeners, watch it. If, you, if you don't want to know, if you don't want to know how a star is born, Bradley Cooper dies at the end. Yeah, I heard. Oh, I'm glad. It's the best part of the movie, probably. Yeah. What... Blows his head off. Really? Oh my god! Wow! Oh no! Oh, I think I heard something. <laughs> Come back in, Jay. Come back. I think I heard some whispers. Yeah. No, you're you're fine. It's trust me, Jay. You're gonna love that part. Yeah, it's gonna be a great ending. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, so you should yeah. watch it. If you oh, like, I want to watch it. You should. <laughs> so you watched it? I've read the book. Oh, so my god. <laughs> I think I, I think I had I think it was I came in to the wrong room no, to it was in school. School. I read it I read it, I read it wow. in, do you, do you do not bring any anti Lady Gaga shit into See, this. No, so, I took it in so a wait, fiction but, class genres. It's such a good book that they, they it was like one it was in a curriculum. I had to read it. Yeah, what but what year was that book written? Thirties? Yeah, so this is my thing. Yes, there's <laughs> obviously been recreations of movies. That's great. But they don't take all these different aspects right. where, like, they're trying to win Grammys and Oscars and this person. So you're not going to see the reboot of Lion King? <laughs> what does that? What do you mean? 
Well, it's or the Aladdin? same story. They're just changing it. Aladdin too. In terms of like who's playing who. Okay, so hold on. Are we? Because t- I didn't know that. But is this a cartoon? No, it's real life. Just and like Jungle Book. Yeah. Did you like Jungle Book? The newest Jungle Book? Yeah. I didn't see it. I think it's called Mowgli. Oh, I believe. So is this like CGI animals? No. Uh, yeah. Look, they look real. Everything looks real. And they're also doing Aladdin Chalmers. Yes. These have nothing to do with the Stars Born. Uh, everything to do with it. They're all <laughs> no, remakes it, of former movies. I don't mind that it's a remake of a fine. F- f- that's not what that. But it's one me. of your issues. It is one of my issues. It's one of about five issues. <laughs> but like, that what are the other ones? I read Shakira is being disrespected by Lady Gaga's fans. Uh, no. <laughs> Number one, Bradley Cooper. They're making him out to be like he's the savior of pop, of, of like that he's got the greatest voice and nobody knew it, and that he's just an amazing actor, and that he. Yeah, and then the love story with him and Lady Gaga, that's absolutely fake, in my opinion. Yes, it and is And they just fake. keep playing it up. And then the fact that she is a subpar singer, at best, in the world of women singers. That's oh, sad. God. Okay? Two things. Those got, things. Yeah, those are legit. Those are like four things. You're, 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 you're entitled have, to your opinion. But those have nothing to do with the reboot it's a wild Jungle opinion, Book. I understand now, yes. like, where you're So beefing. that, and then it being crammed down my throat. And then the song being on the radio every five seconds. It's just, it's all just, it's like that thing where you just keep seeing it and it just keeps getting you more and more irritated. Like when you were sliding towards Connor McDavid and about to clip him? <laughs> yes. And people that, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I backed him into a corner, boys. Do you oh, want to well, finish if, him off, Jay? No. Well, I'm trying to just. <laughs> it's, if, if, if anything, this has been great entertainment to listen to. How about we do this? Sure I'll watch the movie this week and I will come back next week and I will review it for you. How can I watch it? Do we have to go like on a date to Let's go watch it? go watch this? it together. Let's watch oh. it together. Are you going to the comedy thing tonight? Let's go watch it afterwards. I can't because we're hosting trivia tonight at the Canadian Brew House. Oh, very Let's nice. Coom asks oh, crazy Coombs questions. trivia. Yeah, yeah. Good plug. Although by the time it comes out, it'll yeah. Be- so last night it was Coombs trivia. Fuck. <laughs> and the, and the Oscars. Amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Okay. So Chalmers hates Lady Gaga, and we all agree that she has pipes minus Chris Chalmers. Okay. Mm, yep. I get it. Okay. That's good. I mean, so, oh, sorry. Well, I feel. No, it's 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 good. I think we need to move on a bit back and talk about the others just a little bit. Well, we only got a few minutes. We I know, which best is and worst. Well, let's just skate. Then no, why well, don't we talk about the McDavid suspension and how? Yeah, let's talk about that, and then let's talk about the elbow nurse on nurse nurse. <laughs> yes, suspension happened. What was it like on Thursday or something? So this is kind of late, but yes. What do we think around the table? Do we agree? I thought. This- Here's what I thought, because I wrote about it on Friday morning, waiting for the hearing. I thought maybe a fine. I could understand a game because they're going to make an example, and they don't care that it's Connor. He's going to get a game as a game as a game. Okay. Two games is too heavy. Full stop. Lady Gaga has excellent pipes. Full stop. No. Yeah, drop the mic, man. I disagree I, with you on both of those things. You think he should have got more? No, I think he should have got one, and I agreed with one. Two was too much. And I think that anybody that's been in a position where they play hockey, Connor McDavid has like four hits a year. I don't know if that's an accurate stat, but I'm pretty sure it's close. And I'm pretty sure that Lady Gaga is the 107th <laughs> best women singer out of 109. Quickly, name that all, all 106 people ahead of her. Go. Jen- Jennifer Hudson, <laughs> Christina Aguilera, Whitney Houston. I'm not doing fake, that. not no. real okay. CGI. So, so anybody that's played hockey knows, and especially for a guy that doesn't hit very much, that when you do shit like he did there, you have a choice and it's split second. Yes, it's fast, but they're used to thinking fast. And he raised his shoulder. Like, let's just call it what it is. He didn't have to. He could have hit him into his chest, but he raised his shoulder up 
and went for the head. I believe because he's frustrated. And that's what players do when they're frustrated. And like to think that he, a guy like him, to think that he didn't know that he was doing it or if that's any type of, like when he came out afterwards and he was like, well, you know, I don't know. I'm not a dirty player. I didn't really mean to have that happen. Like, I don't know. Players are cerebral out there unless they're mad red and he wasn't. So Chalmers doesn't like Conor McDavid. I love him. I love him. I wish he would have come out and said, you know what? I'm frustrated in a moment where I had a, I had, I had a choice to make a split second decision. I picked the wrong one. Well, my take for it. My take is Conor McDavid is the Lady Gaga of hockey players. That is such disrespect to Conor McDavid. Just putting him as the ultimate untouchable number one. (laughs) Do you know Uh, Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga is the as the clutterbuck of the league. Oh fuck! Wow. Good in a pinch. No, Clutterbuck. <laughs> Serviceable. How, how dare you? Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> unbelievable. Like, Lady Gaga is going to hear this, and you're 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 fucked. You're little mo- little so monsters. Hard, gonna you're in so much trouble. Yeah, little monsters going to come for you, bro. Yeah, oh yeah, the, the, yeah, the monsters they attack. Okay, you think Oilers oh, Twitter is a weird place? <laughs> Anyways, so you're right. You're so you're right. I think he saw what was happening, but also if you watch the play, Letty kind of moves his head into that position at the same time while that's kind of happening. And yeah, he brought his shoulder up, but it wasn't an elbow. I just think, you know, was it a headshot? Yes. Uh, they want to get that out of the game. Okay, cool. Two games, too excessive. I don't know why they're trying to use, They I think it's like they want to flex to be like, well, we don't, you know, we we'll, we treat everyone the same, especially like you know, we don't we don't give stars a pass, and they use that as an opportunity to kind of flex. I think two games was way too excessive. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be a fine. I was shocked there was even like a suspension. So, anyways, I also think that Nick Letty was shooting at the time, yeah, which he, brought his head down. He put lower. his head in that position. Same with fucking Oscar Sunquist, where fucking Tom Wilson it blew him up. <laughs> and granted, it was preseason, but Sunquist once again cuts to the middle, no, no, and then makes a pass or a shot and romances it and keeps his head, puts his head in a position, knowing if he doesn't know Tom Wilson's coming, he's an idiot and shouldn't play in the NHL. But knowing that he's coming and allowed himself to for that to happen, two kind of apples and oranges there. But yeah, Letty put himself in that position. Connor probably could have f- held up a bit, but I think that head contact was going to happen, so they have to do something. So I'm. I just don't agree with two games. I also think they, when they review it frame by frame in slow motion, that makes things look a lot well, worse than and it the, is. And that's a segue to the, the nurse elbow. Wait, happened. don't don't I get to say what I think about Connor's suspension? Yeah, what, what do you think? Okay, one time in this weekend, I got really into Russian prison documentaries on YouTube. <laughs> and they were interviewing this guy in like a Ukrainian prison that they'd let all the prisoners out when the Civil War kicked off a few years back and only kept the real G's back in that they're like, we cannot let this one out under any circumstances. That's a smart accent. It was good. <clears throat> and they like interviewed this dude about how to get ahead in Russian prison. Any prison in the world. <laughs> this guy was like, I've been in jail my whole life. Some. Yeah. And he like did this like soliloquy where he's like, every now and again, you have to make a spectacle of violence to let everybody in the prison know you're not to be <laughs> fucked with. I see. I think that's what Connor did. I think Connor every now and again has to go out and clip somebody. Now, headshot's bad, and I think he was shooting and moving. But I think every now and again, if the NHL isn't going to protect Connor and Lucic and Cassian and everybody that were brought in, I saw the, the one night Lucic skated right by after Connor got dumped in his ass and didn't do anything. I think it's good every now and again Connor takes things into his own hands because the next time someone in a half-abandoned Ukrainian prison is looking to fight you in the chow line, 
Remember last time when he watched you beat another guy up with a tray from the same chowder. That's exactly like what happened in 1997's Face Off when John Travolta gets Nick Cage's face and he's in jail as Caster Troy. First thing he does, picks a fight in the lunch line. I've never seen that movie either. <laughs> I'm just confirming one of his points. Well, I, I, I like Tom in his own hands uh, in the playoffs against San Jose. I think the Oilers were behind, and Connor blew that guy up yep. open ice, yeah, yep. and we ended up winning the game. Yeah, you uh, sometimes. For the record, also Chalmers, Connor on record with twenty four hits so far in twenty eighteen nineteen. What does this all show? Bands. All the Oilers there, or do you just have Connor? I just have Connor up right now. I'm just wondering what that would be on the team if that's high or we'll low. Pull up, I mean, we'll pull up Lucic's hit stats because he's it's always top five in the league for hits. So, anyways, I don't like. Yes, he should. But if you're telling me that the smartest hockey player that we've both seen in a long, long, long time. Probably ever. Probably ever. Goes through the middle to a guy that's about to take a shot. And like he knew what he was doing. Well, and, and I, and like I said, he knew what he was doing, two, man. Ukrainian prison two rules. Two games, Ukrainian prison rules. He knew exactly what he was doing. And two games was too much. One game was almost a guarantee. It's well, okay, man. If the, if the warden comes and throws you in the hole for a few weeks after you beat the guy up in the abandoned Ukrainian prison cafeteria. Whatever. You get out of the hole. People know you're tough. And did it did it make room for Josh Curry or was he already coming up? He was, was he already, already. I think. Yeah, he was, he already, was already up. up. He was he already was. up. Well, Malone, that's the thing. Like, that's the been a real saying. bright spot there. Yeah. Just watching him. Well, and that's the whole thing. Like the that game against Anaheim was special. You had Curry score, which got all of us excited, mm-hmm. and Gagne scored. Mm-hmm. And that's, you see how fired up they were. Oh. The, the, the T, I, I know, I just felt a different energy. Gagne said on After Hours he wants to retire an Euler. I know, and then he says that. And once again, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the tingles again. This is how Eric Belanger got to you. I know. But this is also how we, we you guys, I think, I don't know who it was that mentioned it, but they're like, oh, we're all going to get just sucked right into this. Keith Gretzky's going to make some like, you know, a couple moves that look really, really good on paper. And we're going to be like, he's the savior. And okay, here's, give him okay. a long-term Keith job. Keith Gretzky re-signs Jordan Everly to an appropriate deal to be a second-line forward. And? I'm, I'm behind this regime. He's one signing away. What do you think, Bag Milk? What do you think of Keith Gretzky? And, like, what do you think? Like, do you think that's a possibility? People I, see shouldn't. No, I mean, I think it could be a possibility. Sure. You always have to look within to see if you got a guy right under your nose that could do the job. But I also think the Oilers should at least dip their toe in Craigslist. <laughs> the absolute minimum to find somebody else. Yeah. As a buddy, can I lean on you though? If he signs Everly, get on board with me on this. Yeah. Yeah, okay, man. Cool. Thanks, man. That's cool. Of course. That's cool. Of course. Okay. Keith, you got two allies waiting for you. Yeah. Like right now. Well, he's, he's convincing everybody that he's a good GM right now. The way that Bradley Cooper convinced everybody that he was a really great top notch. So male is he singer. Bradley Cooper or is he Lady Gaga? That's oh, he's the Bradley ultimate Cooper question. right now. Kind of don't know how he well, got the job. Thing. We don't know. Is he the real deal or is he just kind of. You know, release a song that tricks us into thinking he's got an amazing voice. Exactly. Uh, to answer your question from before, Jay, Milan Lucic has 211 hits on the season. Yeah, slight difference, but that's fine. One's paid to hit and one's paid to score. I don't expect, honestly, I thought 24 was really, really high. And that's why when a guy goes for a hit like that, a lot he's of probably hits. frustrated. The problem, of course, is if you look at number of hits, you can only hit a guy when you don't have the puck. Connor always has the puck. That's true. Exactly. True. He ain't hitting nobody. True, true, true. He's getting hit. He's probably been hit five million times this year. Bald five million so, times. So, JR, what were you going to say about the nurse hit? No, no, too? just hold on. Hold oh, on. Hold on. Hold on. We can't. We got no time. Don yeah. Cherry, Ron McClain, Coach's Corner. Well, this is like a, We got no time, Don. Okay. 
Best and worst. We got to hit them shits out of the park. Jared already put his finger in the air telling me three minutes. And then he looked me dead in the eye and mouthed best and worst in a menacing way. Okay. Well, I'm going to work in the elbow in my best and worst. So am I. I just, yeah, so am I. All right. I'll go first. What do you want to hear? The worst? The best? Chalmers? Call it. Uh, worst. It's this fucking bunk trade deadline. No, because day. then we'll leave it. But, oh, okay. What Sorry, on earth do the Oilers think is doing? They're doing that is so important that we don't participate in trade deadline day. Yes, we've been the most active team in the league in the trading department this year. Probably now Winnipeg jumped them though. Yeah, there's trades. another trade Winnipeg announced yeah. uh, with the Blue Jackets for Alex Broadhurst. I don't know what that is. So uh, fake, fake news. Yeah. But I think that. I like uh, the point you made, Jay, resonates. It maybe takes a Gretzky to fix this. Yeah. And Keith Gretzky, for all we know, even though he was the Oilers capologist, which kind of pisses me off because we're in cap hell. Mm -hmm. I've got no reason to think he can't do the job. I just think that there should be a proper supporting cast. Like when we all look for Jimmy Hoffa. He is Bradley Cooper and we need to get our Lady Gaga GM. Yeah. So that's my worst of the week. The bunk trade deadline day. Boo. Although I'm still cautiously optimistic. Jordan Everly will be resigned. I'm going to go ahead and add to that as well. My worst of the week is that they had expiring contracts today, like Alex Chieson, Alex Petrovic, and they did nothing. And Keith Gretzky had some very weak answers in terms of why. He said uh, for a guy like Petrovic, he just didn't so want to Bradley. give him up. He didn't want to give him up for what was coming in. Well, let me tell you what, something, Keith. What was coming in is better than letting him walk for nothing in July. So you failed there, sir. Failed there. Agree. See, maybe we'll extend Petrovic for maybe a five by five. Oh, good. Why not? At five? At five. Five p.m. today. Five by five. Yeah. No move. Yeah, on July fifth. Why not? Chalmers, worst of the week. My worst mad the, about something. My worst of the week is that I am mad that a seventy-year-old billionaire can't figure out how to get some action on the side <laughs> without going to a strip mall rub and tug and getting arrested for oh, it. Sorry. So you're talking about yeah, uh, unbelievable in Jupiter. Talking about uh, Robert Kraft. Oh, of course. And yeah. as of four, <laughs> as of two hours ago, Robert Kraft was formally charged on two counts of first degree solicitation of prostitution in Jupiter, Florida, at what could be described as the Manhattan's Men's Club on 118. The Perkins, like, if you will. You're a billionaire, man. We all have needs. We get it. You uh, have a lot at your disposal to fulfill those, and. You, you so your, this. your issue is that he's thing I've ever soliciting heard. prostitution. He's just not spending enough my, money. <laughs> my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. No, see, my problem was, yes. So my real problem lies in human trafficking, but we don't have time for that. So no, it's just, it's a, it's, it's, it's shitty all the way around. It's, it's not a stupid. It's not a laughing matter. I, no, I feel it's not like, at all. like you said, like I, when they're describing the conditions, these poor women. It's I unbelievable. That, oh, is this exposed a big thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's oh, the, the, whole, it, the whole thing this, was a, no, the whole thing was like a two year human trafficking ring that they were trying to get rid of. And the ladies and, who worked there came to the sorry to interrupt. John, no, go came ahead. Came to the country thinking they were going to have legitimate work. Yes. And then they were their passports were held, uh, and then they were forced to live in the rub and tug, and they uh, were forced to a, a lot of awful, awful, awful shit. Yes. Okay. Wow. So that is remnant. That's probably what everybody at every rub and tug is. Pretty much. And so when you're talking about illegal prostitution, I know we don't have time to be talking about legalizing prostitution. <laughs> but one time I had a very long conversation with a gangster in Amsterdam about legalized prostitution. And I came away thinking that it is the right move. Really? Well, it's the oldest profession. Yeah. And if you remove, if you legalize it like the Netherlands did, you remove criminal elements from being able to force people to live in a rub and dump. I can buy that. Right. And if these people 
are having their passports held. The minute the crime syndicates in charge of something or any criminals, they will take criminal advantage of people involved in the transaction. The minute it goes legit, like weed going legal, now there's chemists and fucking growing containers and multi-billion dollar companies as a result. Not that you should have a Walmart of prostitution. No. But this guy was just saying, he's like, there's like a degree of like human nature for prostitution. I've never been to a prostitute myself. I don't know. But um, <laughs> you're never going to get rid of it. So why not make sure that it's illegal to mistreat the sex workers? That's what that guy told me. Yeah. So and he had a giant Illuminati tattoo in his hand. Chalmers. <laughs> Ooh, he's plugged That's in. scary. So to sum it up, yes. Prostitution in general, 70-year-old billionaires doing it. Whole thing. Bad. Yeah, bad Worst look the for week. the Pats. Bad look for a lot of well, humanity, I guess. They're in this day and age. Didn't Jerry Jones get caught in a weird sitch a little while ago? A bunch of photos of the weirdo. They've they've other. I think it was a party I, bus. Didn't happen, Something or they've the done a very bus. good job sweeping under the rug. Because I don't know. What's amazing to me is that Robert Kraft couldn't get this covered up. Yeah, well, it, it's the new world we live in, though. Like these people it's, get in trouble. Yeah, I'm agreeing. That's, like that's, the world that's, is becoming a lot more progressive. Yeah, like that's the fantastic thing. If, if you think Robert Kraft is the first NFL owner to go to a rub and tug in Jupiter, Florida, Chalmers, you are probably wrong. He's the first one to get busted. Mm-hmm. Does this impact the pa- Patriots? Does it oh, he'll well if <sighs> he if the Good, NFL if, tough one. if the NFL. Does, they're going to do something thing. with him, and if they start taking draft picks away, which they've been known to do for stuff like this, yeah, I don't know how it's going to affect no. them. Dark clouds honest. are an interesting thing. Yeah, they have impact. It's the woo. The NFL is just not going. He's through the he's the rock star owner of the league right now. He's yeah, was the, the new Jerry Jones. If I yeah, well, yeah, he was the new yeah. Jerry Jones. He's the most powerful man he's in the winning. NFL. That's why. He's, yeah, yeah, and so. Okay, right. my worst of the week is uh, around the subject of the. Elbow and Darnell Nurse. Uh, I think everyone took a very weird angle and take on this uh, because it was not the same as Connor's head. It was not a head shot. It was no different than like a face wash or a little jersey punch. Uh, granted, you know, when you break it frame by frame, it looks like he took his head off, but that was not the case. Now, the issue I have with it uh, is just everyone's reaction to that. I just... Wasn't a good look, I think, for 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 hockey fans and Oilers fans uh, alike. And where where I take everyone's side is like, like Perry is a pest, and Perry didn't answer the bell when Darnell kind of gave him a little shove to kind of hold him accountable for what he did. So fuck you, Corey Perry. Uh, and I also now I'm gonna morph this into my best of the week, and then you guys can do yours. Is my best of the week was the resolve that Darnell Nurse showed by not snapping and taking a penalty at an absolutely crucial point in the game. So can I do my best real quick then? My best is because it's his quote. Do you remember his quote right afterwards? Hit me with it. His tweet was, um, on Darnell Nurse on the lack of suspension for Ducks Corey Perry, he says, this happens, this game happens fast. It was high and a little dirty. I'm sure I'm sure I've done something along those lines before, so it's hard for me to point the finger right now. So I kind of respect him just saying, you know, like, hey, didn't he say uh, he'll get him? Oh, he'll get him. Yeah. I don't know if he said I'll get him. Yeah, well, out of be there. Wasn't that's in the that way to do it. Yeah, so they shouldn't take it. I like the way I just like Darnell Nurse, man. He's really grown yeah. on me this year. Yeah. My best of the week goes to Bad Romance from uh, Lady Gaga's 2009 <laughs> album, The Fame Monster. Mm. Hot track. Go mm. and download that one today. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a great time. Strength of the vocals particularly uh-huh. stand out. Na 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 na. 
My best of the week. I'm going to shout out the loyal real life listener Danger Suede on Instagram. My boy Danger Suede reaches out to me in the DMs and goes, Hey, heard you talking about the restaurant you guys are going to be opening. I just wanted to give you my take on the industry. Doesn't have an avatar, has never Instagrammed a photo in his life, and proceeded to have like an hour long conversation with me about some very prescient takes on where the Edmonton restaurant scene is at. And it was very interesting. And I appreciate that he would take the time. Positive? Very positive. Excellent. He's been in the industry his entire career. And just the state of how, you know, before we were all eating in Moxie's and chain restaurants and independent spaces are starting to come out. It was a very interesting perspective to get from a guy. So my boy, Danger Suede, I don't know why you don't have an avatar. At first, when you reached out, I thought you were some sort of Russian troll account looking to get my credit card number. Was he the egg? Uh, yeah, he's the egg. But he's a good man. So I assume he's a man. Thank you. Dangerous way. I'm an egg still. <laughs> you should have Some a of us Bradley just don't Cooper care not to be an Lady egg. Gaga avatar. Best of the week. Move it along. I'm done. Mine was Darnell Nurse quote. We're all done. What was your best? Darnell Nurse. Oh, nothing. his resolve. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is ending on a down note. Jared, thumbs up. And Oilers are won the last two and they're going on a run. Play me out, Jared. Let's go, Oilers. Let's go, Oilers. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.